0: And whatever you do, don't let
1: it fall into the wrong hands. You just uh, witnessed Rick defeating the enormous dragon creature, or you defeated it, and then, no, you defeated it, and then you went down to rescue him from his, like, fetal position at the bottom of the pit. Does that sound right? Yes. Cool. So then he notices, or you all notice, chunks of the ceiling of this that facility, that dungeon you were in starting to fall from the ceiling and fall all around you. So he quickly pulls out his portal gun, which is very similar to the one that you used to get here, and it creates a green portal, and you all rush through it. As you uh, come out on the other side, what you see is a very strange sight. So what you do is you come out of this portal, and you all fall into what has to be five feet thick of knickknacks, junk objects strange pieces of machinery and you hear rick from underneath some of this crap talking to you going all right no one touch anything this is and then just as he says this is he suddenly disappears and you notice a small plastic like figurine teetering on the top of a nearby pile of stuff what do you do
2: oh investigate that figurine
1: okay you, like you go over to it you go over to it up. from your closer vantage point you notice it's a figurine version of Rick like it looks pretty much just like him in the position that he just was in sort of like lying down in a bunch of junk and he is just much smaller and made of like a feels like wood it's do, I get
3: the, do I get the sense that Rick turned into
1: that Make an arcana check. Okay. With a 13, you sense that this object, when you reach out with your instinctive sorcerer's senses, this object has an arcane property to it. Um, It feels like... You're not certain if Rick transformed into it, but it seems quite likely given that it looks like him and he's gone and it's there. And there's some lingering arcane essence to this object. That if you spent maybe a short rest with it, you would figure out maybe what that essence uh, is associated with.
0: OK. All
3: right, so mm-hmm. all, all these other bits and bobs uh, around, yep. uh, what are they exactly?
1: Um, well, you look over at one and roll a d100 for me. Well, I'm
3: probably going to type this wrong now. It's roll and then forward slash
1: roll. No, no, forward slash roll, space, and then one D one zero zero.
3: Every time.
1: <laughs> okay, with a 60. Excuse me. Sorry, I've got a very large table here. Okay, what you see, <laughs> what you see is a Bakelite phone, like one of those old school phones from the 60s, but you don't know that because you're not from, you know, 1960s britain so it's a red bakelite phone except instead of a earpiece it's got like a tiny little robot with arms and like a weird like calculator digital face
3: right is it is it like does it look active does it look like it's on or is it dead
1: i mean you're just looking at it at the moment and it doesn't it looks motionless at the moment. You're not sure if it has the capacity to move or not.
3: I'll, I'll see if I can find a button of sorts with my tinker skills.
1: Okay. Give me a tinkerer's check. So that's, I think, proficiency plus dexterity. Let's
3: see. Push plus dexterity. That plus four. So let's see. Pulls slash roll, 1d, 20 plus 4 then,
1: right? Yeah. Cool. OK, with a 19, you turn it on its underside, and you manage to see a small switch. It's unlabeled, but it looks like a little push slider type switch.
3: Should I push it, Sean?
1: yes
3: yeah. Slash slide it. OK, I yeah. push slash yeah. slide the button.
1: OK, you hear a mechanical high-pitched whirring sound, and you see the little arms. Of this tiny robot that's been smushed on top of a phone receiver, suddenly move, and you hear it say, "What is my purpose?" Even it, uh, to
3: serve me. Oh, to serve you what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but butter.
1: Oh okay and you see its tiny little arms at the end of this phone so you know the phone has like a listening piece and a talking piece yeah yeah this is just taken over the the listening piece and it starts to like drag itself along the ground trying to look through the rubble for butter but it's moving very slowly and it makes that little like ding noise you know when you slam a phone down and it makes that noise it makes a tiny version of that ding as it's, like, crawling across the rubble. Well, not rubble, knickknacks.
3: I mean, I'm just going to have him keep going, I
1: think. Okay, we'll check back in with that later. Yeah, meanwhile, can I, can I, can I rummage for a knick-knack? Sure, roll a D100 for me. What you find, <laughs> Borden, is a small wooden-framed photograph of a very old gentleman that looks an awful lot like... Make an insight check. Mm. with a 21 it looks awfully similar to rick but a couple of differences like it looks like this elderly figure is in some way related to rick Mm -hmm. and the person is standing on a background that looks quite mundane suburban there's like a fence like a white fence and then there's a tree and the rest of it is out of focus
0: um can i can I speak to it see if it
1: responds Sure. What do you say? Um, Are you you alive? The photo does nothing. (laughs) It's not alive. You Um, speak successfully to the photograph, but nothing happens. (laughs) I don't need to check to see if I can speak to the photograph. Um, Can I check for like magic?
0: See if it's a magic photograph?
1: Uh, Yeah, if you have detect magic, you can do that. Or you can make an arcana check and I'll give you slightly different information. It detect magic, a um, spell or something, was is it? It is. It's just like, it, it's, a, it's a specific spell that has a specific result. But if you want to make an arcana, oh, okay. arcana check, then that's leaning on your instincts and your teachings about how the world of magic works to try to make uh, educated oh, to guesses. Okay, Ooh. with a six, uh, you don't get the sense it's magical. You could have sworn it's a photo. Okay. Or as you would call it, a very accurate painting. (laughs) It's quite an incredible painting. Very high fidelity. Um, I'm just going to stick it in my pocket, save it for later. Okay, you can add to your notes section of your character sheet. Very accurate painting of old man. (laughs) Milkshake's mind has been blown by my (laughs) adaptation of photograph technology into this world. By the way, let's check in on the little creature. It says, I must, I must serve butter. Ding, -ding, da-da-ding, (laughs) da-da-ding.
3: You go, guy. You little cheeky monkey.
1: You can see now that the little curly cord that attaches the handset of the phone to the base is fully stretched out, and it's now dragging the weight of the phone in addition to the handset and itself across the rubble.
3: I mean I'm 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 supporting it.
1: Kind of a Toy Story. It is a bit like that, except somehow more harrowing. Uh, everybody make Much uh, more creepy, yeah. Everybody make a perception check. Oh, okay. So, Smogus and Asker, you feel uh, like like a ripple or a disturbance in the bunch of knick-knacks nearest you. And it travels sort of past Esker, past Schmorgsborden, and then sort of stops moving. Like you see this little trail of vibration run past you amongst the stuff.
0: Hmm. Huh.
3: What is going on with this room? I'm really invisible weirded out. a Invisible man or something. A little invisible thing. Does, can, can, can you guys do like detect magic or
2: something? Oh, we can, I used to be able.
0: Maybe it's in my new, newly found ability to swap in and out spells.
2: Right, well,
3: they're in. Um So that red thing on the map, is that like a door then?
1: Yes, it is. Right. I feel, I feel like, like it's a not... very large like metal door, but yes, it's a door. Is the portal still there as
2: well, or is that closed? No, the
1: the portal has disappeared as you guys went through it. It does the sort of like sound.
2: Right, cool. Um, I'll, I'll cast the Detect Magic just to see what's going on here.
1: Okay. As you cast Detect Magic, you detect something you've never detected before, which is everything around you, every little knick-knack, doesn't come up as a particular school of magic it comes up as sort of a rainbow of all of them. Just just this glittering overload of, mm. of schools of magic, just in your grill. And it doesn't feel like anything you've seen before. Like it, 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 shouldn't, it shouldn't happen that way. They're always, always separate from each other.
0: Mm. Huh.
1: What can that mean? Okay. Only genuine intrigue is allowed in this session. No, that, <laughs> that,
3: that was genuine. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> uh, that was great. Yeah, I can see now, though. How yeah, you can hear it now. To, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever could it mean? Intrigue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> That'll be such a funny well, only rule for a D and D session to have. <laughs> only genuine intrigue. That's the only rule.
3: The one thing. Right. Well, I'm gonna go and check on that door then, and see if it's if it's uh, sort of open, closed, or well locked or unlocked. Rather.
1: Okay. You try the sort of metal. It's a weird sort of. It, it's kind of like a, you know, this this motion like a gear with a little handle on it. And you turn it around and around and it only goes so far. So you get the sense that it's locked, but it reminds you of like a, you're a tinkerer. So it reminds mm. you of a mechanism that's, that's like turning a larger mechanism. So possibly this door is fortified with a heavy thing that needs a small thing to, to turn it.
3: Okay. So we need a key.
1: Yeah.
2: Well,
0: maybe a small cog or something. As okay, you
1: go. as you come mm. to that realization, you see another ripple go through the bunch of knickknacks, this time sort of between all of you, and then it disappears. It's like, imagine everything getting thrown like a foot up in the air for a second and then back down again in a line.
2: Mm. So the, do I still detect
1: that... Uh... Ripple, or with my detect
2: magic, or as a, or as appears as like a, uh, I don't know how to explain. But when the ripple went through me, and all of us, uh, or did I see it coming? Like that is
1: something about to happen. Or the ripple, magic. Strangely, the ripple that went past you guys is the only thing that isn't this rainbow of all the different schools of magic. Like it's a very singular. Like, it has a necrotic energy to it, that ripple. You could see it in a column running past you, whereas everything else is a mixture of of everything. All the objects are a mixture. If you try and grab it, we should try and,
0: I think it's like an invisible person or something. We should try and grab it and shake it.
2: Maybe we should do use it on ice knife. <laughs> 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 Too yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, that's me twice. Um.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We don't have to ask you once at all, actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> even um, you, we, even when we beg you not to.
1: <laughs> sorry, what were okay. you going to say, Yuka? Before I announce the ripple, <clears throat> um, I'll I'll
3: just tell the, the little uh, uh, the little guy, the little phone guy, mm-hmm. that uh, your 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 uh, your purpose has changed. It's now to find
1: the key to the door. Okay. Um, he says, Oh! Okay! And then, instead of crawling along the surface of the knickknacks, he starts, like, diving down, and you see the little curly-whirly cord of the Bakelite phone disappear one loop at a time into the depths of all the objects. Brilliant.
3: And I guess... Do we look? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing one of these knickknacks is going to be the key to the door, right? I'm sure there's a better mm. way
2: of doing it. But do we have a missing box still, or it disappeared? Make uh, um,
1: make uh, where did you put it? Can we catch it?
2: Do you guys yeah, have you a, a
1: bag of holding, or do you just hold things in your rucksack or whatever?
2: Um, uh,
1: all things in my other I
3: got a backpack
1: yeah okay cool it's probably in your backpack okay so you look in your backpack and you see that there is indeed a me six box in there
2: should we use the me six box
1: yeah sure? just just ask him to keep going till he finds a key you
0: you have the you have the box though who does me yeah yeah oh, okay oh in that case uh, I'm going to uh bring usher forth the me-seeks and ask him to, um, I've got to be careful how to phrase it because if there is no key, he'll keep going forever and, and then he'll end up turning on us. So um, I need to make it so that it's not, it so it's logically
1: sound. I need to ask him to sort of go Wait, through but, all bev- of the- before you continue, you press the button on the top of the me-seeks <laughs> box and you see <laughs> a puff of like sage colored smoke and the me-seeks appears and says, mr me look at me and then as you press the button and release it the box goes <laughs> and disappears and you see the me say oh i've never seen that before um so the box has vanished but the me is there and you can give him the carefully worded command you were going for okay cool so there's
0: no more it's like we can't ask for infinite wishes anymore it's 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 it's, it's gone now so this, yep. this Meeseeks. me seek we're going to ask him to uh, sort through all of the various kind of uh, knickknacks until he's found a key, and if there is no key, then that's
2: okay. <laughs> can you, can hear you as well just uh, just order those knickknacks in like alphabets. As
1: well. <laughs> you can you know tidy up so we can look around once it's there. As well. <laughs> You're in like a, a while. it's like a five <laughs> foot deep in places like bunch of junk, <laughs> and as the me-seek says, you got it. And dives in to swim around the junk after the little creature made out of a Bakelite phone. As he dives into the rubble, <laughs> you see an enormous skeletal head, like, poke its way out of the rubble and wow, attack yeah. you. Everything happens. You need to roll initiative.
0: Uh, are we
1: all, we're not back to Matt's HP, are we, after the last time? Or are we? Uh, no, mm. you, you haven't rested yet.
0: No. no, okay, cool.
1: I did not know if leveling up made you do that. No, I mean, if this was a video game, it would, but yeah, yeah, that's, otherwise, that's... no.
0: All my references are via video games, basically. Everything I, <laughs> everything I think, do or don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, so we've got Asker's initiative. Remember to select your icon. Yep, Milkstake's yeah, in there. That's, that's what I'm doing. Some strong rolls so far.
3: That's a cool uh, symbol, though, for that skeletal uh, worm thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. it looks pretty badass. And now you suddenly realize what those weird ripplings running through all the junk was. Uh, it wasn't an invisible dude.
0: It
3: was foreshadowing.
1: Well, not so much foreshadowing as you were, I suppose it's foreshadowing, yeah, but it's also <laughs> it's also just shadowing because it was there. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a prophecy of it arriving. It was literally there. <laughs> 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 Um, cool. So let's add this thing. Cool. Uh, for a second, I thought, oh, three characters. Maybe I'm waiting for someone. Nope. That's, that's everyone. Cool. So bone naga. the first person to react is the bone naga. So the bone naga is going to, Hmm. So many choices, so many options. Okay. It is going to try to charm milksteak. Uh, Interesting attack. Okay, so you need to make a wisdom saving throw, and you can do it with advantage. And you hear the Naga say, Ah, welcome to my domain. Maybe you would like to stay and help me sort through everything. But then with your 22, you suddenly think, that sounds like incredibly boring work. Why would you ask me to do that? And you resist the effect. Ooh, and it is now Schmogus turn. And um, let's fuck him up. Just before, you, at, just as his <laughs> turn ends, it says, "No, please, help me sort through all of my stuff. Or well, I mean, it's not really my stuff, but I just want to keep it and hold it and organize it. And now it's your turn." I don't think he sounds that mean, but he is attacking us.
3: He is charming us. Yeah, I think he's a silk, silky smooth motherfucker. Don't trust a word he says, and he, <laughs> and and never, never let go of like your your glasses. You know, don't don't leave him unattended. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm going to um a regular old attack. I think I'm gonna use my civitar on him.
1: Okay, That's not so good, with a it? 7, you slash wildly, but because this thing is just made up of bones, you manage to slash between two ribs, expecting there to be flesh there, but there isn't. Uh, uh, do you have a second attack or anything else you would like to do? You can speak, interact with an object, and there are many objects, let me remind you. And you can also move. Bonus action as well, I, um, but yeah. Can I try and um, grab one of
0: the objects again?
1: Yeah, roll a D100 for me. Oh, with an 81. Okay. What you pick up is a medal. And you read on the front of it, Science Fair, first place. And it's it's gold, but you get the sense it's not real gold. And it's got a nice little necklace that goes with it, like all medals do. And you see the bone Naga say, No, don't take it. It's mine. We can't throw any of it away. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Send of my send. Cool. Next up is Asgir. You're muted, by the way. So if there was any quips taking place, we missed them.
3: <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I forgot I am muted. Classic. Uh, no quips. I was just saying I'm going to cast a lightning bolt.
1: Ooh. A um, let me just decide which squares you guys are in because you're all kind of occupying the same span. There you go. You can be there. Let's see. Um... It's a pretty tight space.
3: So let's see. That's me. Yeah, okay, cool. Because this shit's gonna hit you guys if you're in the line, but you're no
1: one is in the line. Fortunately not. And then okay. Boom. Oh wow. DC 14 dexterity saving through. Ooh, okay, so with a 14 he makes the save, so he takes half damage. But because yeah. your your like school of sorcery is lightning, right? That means you add three to the total, so it's a total of 35, right? So mm. half of 35 rounded down is 17, 17 it, right? It's nice. down I guess. Yeah, it's always down in uh, D&D, but that counts for damage against you as well. Um, mm. Awesome. So as you release this enormous lightning bolt from your fingers, you see all the like all every like inch of Asker's body suddenly like stands up and looks like static electricity is going through him and then it goes into this basically skeleton and you see the skeleton writhing in pain for a second and he says no we must have organization and is that the end of your turn or do you have other things you want to do
3: the gif of uh, the emperor going
1: unlimited power oh nice <laughs> i like that i want you to re- enact live all gifts from now on
3: uh, from now on, I will, Because
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that much more than I would have enjoyed the actual gift. Um, okay, cool. Is that the end of your turn?
3: Uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to spend five out of my six sorcery points to get another level three spell slot.
1: Oh, so you like recharged that spell slot. Yeah. Nice, using spell slots too. Brief golf clap for using the mechanics of D&D. Well done, everyone. <laughs> um, cool. Next up is Milksteak. The silent, strong silent type in the corner. What would he like to do?
2: Uh, I'll cast a, a hold person on him.
1: Uh, well, technically, this is not a person, so that spell uh, um, you would know would not apply. He's a there humanoid. Is a spe- yeah. Well, there's a- yeah, because he's not a humanoid. But if yeah. if there's a spell called like hold monster, which there is, then you could use that in this example. You have a moment where your druidic teachings come back to you, and you go, Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> Ah, oh, gosh. The tree that I'll taught you everything you know. On it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're going to cast Frostbite. So it needs to make yeah. a constitution save against 13. So it makes the save. So what happens? What is the, read the text of the spell for me, please.
2: Uh, if a target must make constitution saving throw on a failed save, target takes 1d6, or in this case, 2d6 full damage. And uh, okay, no. Okay, so it just you safe. Yeah, okay.
1: You see the bolt of frosty energy come out of your hand, and then again, expecting there to be flesh around this creature, it just ricochets off a couple of ribs, making that like xylophone sound. <laughs> and would you like to do something else with your turn?
2: Yeah, I'll try to pick up one of the knickknacks as well.
1: Cool. Make a d100 roll for me, please. Uh, I still haven't seen any d. Oh, seven. Okay. Um, with a seven, you pick up a yo-yo, but you don't know it's a yo-yo. So to you, it looks like a small circle with some twine attached and it has a picture of Rick's face on it going like like smiling and giving a thumbs up, and you're a little perplexed by what that object is.
2: Lovely. Nice. I'll um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to master it.
1: Okay, good. Well, it, it, yeah, you don't know much about it yet, other than than my description, but we can yeah. we can delve into that later. So next up is the Bone Naga, and the Bone Naga looks to uh, Asker and sort of looks concerned as it's quite significantly singed at this point. And you see it casts this spectral hand, uh, seemingly using its own arcane abilities. And the arcane hand comes over to Asker and tries to like take one of your items away. So, firstly, we're going to see if it can do this. So, that's going to be a dexterity check and you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Why not? Okay, yeah, with a 16, you see it goes to grab like something out of your rucksack, but you sort of reel yourself out of the way and it is unable to. And it says Come on, you've got so much nice stuff. I could add it to my collection.
3: <laughs> we, so, we, we should th- throw the, the jar of uh, pickle ricks uh, at him so that <laughs> so the, so the, the, the pickles break on top of, like, oh, the jar breaks on it and then they start fighting each other. That'd be great.
1: Nice, nice. Um, cool. So that, <laughs> uh, then the Bone Naga is actually going to dive back underneath the rubble. And so you lose sight of it briefly. Mm. Now it is Smogus Borden's I was kind of thinking about, I don't know if this,
0: so tell me if I'm being ridiculous, but maybe we could try fucking with its head by using gust of wind and messing up all its stuff and see how it reacts. If I use a gust of wind and everything's just a chaos, it's everywhere. We can say, listen, we will stop this wind if you just leave us alone. Go for it. Creative, I like it. Yeah? should we try that? Because the wind doesn't hurt anybody. Cool. Uh, uh, any, gonna... any creature in the line must spend two feet of movement for every one foot it moves when it when it moves closer to me. Yeah, they but you're basically,
1: me. you're using it on the objects, right? Yeah, in the room to kind of mess around with the objects and cool. mess around with the creatures. And that, um, that's a clear That's a, that's a, that's a cantrip, right?
0: No, the second level.
1: Okay. Oh, wait, have I got... No. Yeah, second level, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so this enormous gust of wind emits itself from your palms and disrupts the seeming disorder of all the objects around you, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, the naga pops back up and says, No! Everything was just in its right spot! Why did you do that? And you see the the empty jaw of this fleshless creature just opening and closing like a Muppet and somehow voice is coming out of it. It looks very bizarre. Um, <laughs> so you've successfully revealed it again. Is there anything else you would like to do?
0: Uh, we can tell it that it will stop the wind if it doesn't attack us and tells us what the hell it, it wants.
1: Okay, make a persuasion check.
0: <laughs> With no. a
1: six, oh. you, you see the thing says, I want you to help me to to gain more stuff, to add your stuff to my collection. And now I have to reorganize everything, so you need to help me with that as well. Um, Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, yeah. Okay, next up is Asker's turn.
3: All right, I'm going to give this uh, lightning bolt another go.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. So dexterity saving through. Oh, with a 16, it manages to succeed again, but you did pretty good damage there, so that's... 15, 16, 17 damage again. This thing is starting to look pretty... Like, it's mostly scorch marks at this point. (laughs) And you hear it say, as it's getting electrocuted, Why? (laughs) Um, Cool. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn?
3: Uh, Yeah, pick up a knickknack, actually.
1: Okay, make a D100 roll for me. You got the same number, yeah. okay. So what you what <laughs> <pick, meant. laughs> what you pick up is a hamster, but it's a hamster made out of like it's a it's a toy hamster, right? like a plushie. And on one of its eyes, it's got like a red cyborg eye.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, a cy- a cyborg uh, hamster. I'm 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 keeping it. Okay. I'll investigate this further later.
1: Okay. You can write in your notes cyborg hamster. I said hamster, uh, right? Sometimes I get my ground rodents confused. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> cyborg hamster. Sweet.
1: Nice. Oh okay. by the way, yep. so the all this stuff,
3: like the ten thousand gold in gems and rubies, that's gone, right? We don't have that. Yeah, like from
1: that's... from the Rick and Morty world? Yeah. Yeah, that disappeared, and you heard, like, a weird laughter. Like, there was all kinds of weird shit going on in there. But your golden gems from your card that you drew way back in that mage's house, mm-hmm. you still have those.
3: Okay, so it's just the notes. So the diamond tiara of fire and the Carmen Miranda ball.
1: Are the <laughs> yeah, so they are no longer with you. But <laughs> the... As you realize this, you also realize the novelty of them should have made you suspicious from the beginning. <laughs> cool. Is no there anything else you want to... Who's
0: talking? I don't, I don't have... I don't so know. I can just get rid of, get rid of it from our, in, our inven- inventory.
1: Yeah, if it's got a ridiculously gaudy name and description like it should be in a rapper's video, then chances are you don't have it anymore. So like gone. a vial of sticky sweet so vomit is gone as well. A vial of what? What? Thickly sweet vomit, that's gone. Oh no, you still got that. Oh right.
0: It's just the treasure.
1: Yeah, I think that vomit was one of the characters you encountered vomited and then you scooped it up into a jar. <laughs> yep. Yep. So like yeah. no, that you still have that. It's it's organic matter. It's it's the other things that you don't have.
2: <laughs> oh
3: let that let, let that vial brew. <laughs>
1: carrying that a
0: while.
3: It's going to age like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, is there anything else you'd like to do with your Tanaska? No, I'm right. Okay, I'm next up is milksteak.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to turn myself in I don't even know how to pronounce this. Uh, Allosaurus?
3: Allosaurus?
2: Yeah, Allosaurus. Isn't that, like,
3: isn't that the massive...
0: The it's, like, it's like a smaller T Rex, but how do you still how cool. do you spell it? Oh right, yeah, okay, A L L
1: O. Okay, I've got one. Ready?
2: Yeah, and I'm gonna bite that motherfucker.
1: Okay, let's see if okay. What size is this creature? Um, all right, that's a large beast. So you're about the same size as this thing. So that means. That's let me just badass. Let me just move uh, him out the way. All right, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> everybody have a look at the aliosaurus he looks kind of friendly like I'll have a beer please cool uh, it, it looks use... like he's saying we need you yeah exactly uh, you're going to bite him right do you mind if I roll for you because I got the thing right here
2: I, I just rolled it
1: oh you did on nice alright you're so on top of shit yeah with the 22 you hit roll damage 19 yeah. piercing damage, nice. You see this thing looks on death's door as you crunch down on most of its bones and give it several fractures that are going to take several months in a cast to recover from. Nice, and now I'm
2: going to use my tiny little raptor hands. I'm going to start rummaging through the um, uh,
1: trinkets. Okay, uh, are you just looking to pick up a specific one or? Just, just annoy him. Okay, <laughs> uh, you definitely annoy him. And as he's sort of writhing on the ground in his skeletal state, he says, no, don't disrupt the order. Um, And is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay. Bone Naga's turn. It is going to try to command Smorgasboden. So (laughs) that means you're going to need to uh, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. With a natural 20, 20, he says, uh, uh, donate, and you feel it resonate in your mind, but then you resist it easily as, why would you listen to this skeletal guy? (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. So, that happened. Penetray (laughs) this. Sweet. So, then it is going to... No, I think that's the end of its turn. Okay, that's the end of his turn. Shmorgus Borden's turn.
0: Okay, I'm going now to... Um... <laughs> no, I can't do that. It's two. It's two. Um, I'm going to ice knife it. <laughs> I have to give it an ice knife. <laughs> of course. You know what? Now, now, now that I know I can change my spells, next time there's going to be much less ice knifing.
1: <laughs> I'm going to love this. Yeah, go on. Okay, so I I think we realized that uh, it's everyone, including the one you throw the Ice Knife at, that needs to make the Dexterity Saving Throw, right? Uh, Yeah, so you miss with the Ice Knife, it hits the wall, and then everyone needs to make a Dexterity Saving Throw, including the Aliosaurus and Asker. And what's your DC, uh, Schmuggerspudden? DC. It's in your Spells tab, and it should say at the top next to all the other stats. It'll say, like, Spell Save DC. Oh, 14. Save D6. Okay. So uh, Milks take and Asger both fail. So they take uh, five piercing damage and six cold damage, and the creature managed to save. So it avoided it entirely, <laughs> as these shards of ice just slam into your dinosaur and human. Are you a human or what? What, what, what thing are you again, Asger? Uh I'm a rock gnome as your gnomish form is pummeled with ice shards I'm dead by the way <laughs> oh you're dead what, what health were you on from that fight 10 <laughs> okay you see Aska's body just slump against the various knickknacks and at that moment you see the the sort of telephone robot <laughs> smushed onto the top of the handle crawl its way out and say master master no um, cool, particular. is that the end of Schmogasboden's turn? Yeah, sheepishly, yes, okay. Asgus's turn, make a death saving throw for me. It's just a d20 okay, that is a failure. one out of three. next up is milksteak. You see a little bit of blood trickle out of Asgus's ear. Uh, next up is milksteak.
2: Um, I'm gonna try to yeah. bite him again,
1: okay, oh yeah, that definitely hits, and you as you crunch down with that. your. Dinosaur jaws. You basically crush the skull of this naga, and its last words are, "There was so much more stuff to add to my collection." And it dies. Lovely. Finally. (laughs) Oh,
3: stupid bitch.
1: Nice. So you see Aska continue to bleed on top of the pile of stuff. Can I uh, now cure wounds? Yeah, definitely. Uh, cast it in the VTT thing and it'll tell you how much he heals by. Yeah, okay. So you have seven hit points, Asuka. Awesome. As you feel life re-enter Europe.
0: You're still negative in my two actions, but uh, <laughs> not dead. <laughs>
1: nice. Oh, Put I love ice.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man.
0: I'm getting rid of that.
3: I got I got a little bit worried though for a second because this is the second time I'm like last time I was rolling for these fail, uh, <laughs> de- death fail thingies. Um, Failed every time, didn't you? I, I died. You know?
1: <laughs> what do you mean last time? What do you mean last time?
3: Uh, I mean la- last time I rolled, not the same character though.
1: Which character was it?
3: Askir C one.
1: 34. Oh, yeah, you're right. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> that would have been so funny. And there was no clone around to take your place. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, so you find yourself continued to be in this thing.
2: Awesome.
3: Um, and I as reckon you... I a long rest would be nice.
1: Okay, you can begin to think about a long rest. And as you settle down, you see the Meeseeks pops up from the rest of the rubble and says, I found this. Does this help? And he holds out what looks like from Wile Coyote and Roadrunner. It's just a series of sticks of dynamite with a little digital clock on the top.
3: Is the, is the clock ticking? Uh,
1: no, it isn't. But it also has like a little note scrawled on it, what appears to be in like marker or pen or something. And it says, uh, superheroes are lame. <laughs>
3: Uh, I mean, do we want to try using that and blow up the door?
0: Uh, is the blast radius is on how far away from the door we can get.
3: Can we just bury ourselves in the pile of stuff?
1: Also, the meseeks I- goes <laughs> <laughs> and disappears. That's it. No more meseeks.
3: <coughs> that you know there. of. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. I think <laughs> we we'll can just use it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm,
3: I kind of want to heal first, though. Because if we take damage from that, uh, I don't want to die again. Yeah. Uh, so should we do a rest in here? Because if we can't leave, nothing else can come in. And hopefully, the Naga was yeah. the only bad
2: guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Take, you take the first rest, and I'll, and I'll guard you in my, in my mm-hmm. How form.
1: <laughs> How long do you stay in it? I think Wild Shape, you can just stay in it as long as you want, right? Uh, yeah, but i got plenty of improvements now, so, yeah. So what, does that increase the amount of time you can stay in it or what?
2: Yeah, I think they, I remember reading something about it that eliminates all the previous, like, limitations. Oh, okay, sweet. Uh, as I'm a moon circle through
1: it. Okay, cool. So make a perception check while the other two settle down for a nap and find a comfortable pile of miscellaneous stuff to lie on. Perception, sure thing. Uh, a six. With a six, you notice uh, not a lot. A couple of like precariously placed objects like settle and fall, like creating like a uh, like sand dunes will continue to move until they find a place of being settled. So you, you basically <laughs> see this pile of junk settle over a period of time. And one of the objects uh, you see is a bobblehead of Morty. And it just falls over and over and over and ends up at the bottom of the pile. And uh, that's all you notice with your perception check. Your watch comes to a close. Who do you wake up next?
2: I'll wake up Schmuggersborden.
1: OK, Schmuggersborden, make a perception check for me, please.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, with Uh, a natural 20, what you notice is you hear the tiny sounds of mechanical gears whirring, very small, like, and you turn around and you see that the little, like, Bakelite phone robot is gently stroking Aska's hair while he's sleeping. <laughs> the master is alive. The master is alive. And he seems to have forgotten his quest to find, uh, what was it, the key to get out of here, and he's just, like, looking after his creator. And you <laughs> notice nothing else. Do you wake up, Asger? Next. Yeah. Cool, Asker, Make a perception check for me, please. Okay, with an 18. Hmm. What do you see with an 18? What you notice is one of those. Uh, you just sort of glance around, and you don't hear anything really. But you notice one object stands out to you, and it's an abacus. You know, the old school calculator with the sliding. Little hollow things, except instead of little wooden beads, they're bullet shells, just on these little <laughs> wooden things, and you're you're wondering why that's there. Kind of like it. Kind of cool. It
0: does not very cool.
1: You can take it if you want. I- I'm gonna take it. Okay, bullet shell abacus is what you add to your inventory. <laughs> I mean, your notes. That's definitely not in the traditional repository of items.
3: I <laughs> see bullets.
1: What do we call it again? Bullet Shell Abacus. And at this point, the druids in the room can take this opportunity to swap out their spells that they currently have prepared for other ones yeah. in their extensive repository that they might want to have instead. And it's a sad day, but Ice Knife is gone. It is a sad uh, day.
2: We'll miss I mean, card. don't get rid of the Ice Knife completely. No, just, I mean, a, just, a, just don't a... use it when when we're
3: around it. <laughs>
1: It's impossible It's impossible to get rid of a spell completely. You just don't have it prepared. Yeah, just, I've just unlearned yeah. it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: it's kind of like, you know, that guy, when you're playing games like uh, Left 4 Dead or uh, something like that, when that one guy who throws a grenade in the middle of the room.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is me in those games as well. Mostly because I press yeah. the wrong button back to so it. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> grenade. No!
1: Cool, so you wake up to find the same pile of objects that you were in the eight hours previously, and you mm-hmm. feel that you've memorized new spells. What would you like to do now? let's
3: yeah yeah let's try and blow that thing up. Are you scared
1: you had to yeah. push off the bakelite phone robot as you went to take your watch and you notice it's just <laughs> sort of like following behind you like a small puppy um what are we gonna do
3: i will first start by naming the 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 my new minion uh uh
1: um, flea flea two <laughs> flea two and he's and <laughs> he says oh i've never had a name before this is amazing you got that one now
3: buddy you, you're coming with me <laughs> and i'll 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 take him and I'll, and I'll let him sit on my shoulder kind of thing
1: okay uh he kind of manages like he manages to using his tiny robot arms uh cling to the sides of your hair your voluminous rock <laughs> hair and that manages to steady himself because you know putting a bakelite cube on your shoulder wouldn't balance very well otherwise
3: uh, that's true okay i'll put him back down that was a dumb idea <laughs>
1: well no it's it's fine he was just holding on with his hair so you've got like a it's more attached to you like an earring rather than sitting on <laughs> your shoulder.
3: Uh, I'll see if I can fashion something.
1: Uh... Like a sh- shoulder saddle? Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah. If, okay. if I can find, if I can rummage around the, the 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 stuff and see if I can find something to build a little.
1: Okay, make a, a tinkerer's check. So that's the dexterity plus proficiency, and then do a d100. And anyone else can do anything else during while that's happening cuz he just you just watch aska suddenly dive into the knickknacks and start looking around
3: Right, so do uh one uh, so uh, uh, 1 20 plus 4 and then yeah.
1: do uh a d100 yeah
3: as well okay yeah
1: okay so what you managed to find is a metal oval shaped box and it's got a little clear glass section at the top with a series of numbers and symbols you don't understand. In reality, it's the head of a parking meter. But to you, it looks completely confusing. And you manage to take it apart and shape it in such a way with a bit of like cloth that you have with you. And you create like a weighted shoulder saddle for uh, him to sit in. Cool. For Flea yeah, 2 to sit in. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll pop, pop him in there. Nice. All right. Shall we uh, blow um, this fucker up then? What do you say? Yeah, we can try. Yes. I I, yes.
0: I did. When I did my perception check earlier, I did hear like I do think we need to find some sort of small cog. I think we need to find a cog. Maybe I could just. Can I?
1: Am I able to kind of look for a cog? Sure. Make an investigation check. <laughs> okay. With a twenty, uh, you don't manage to find a cog by itself. You find some cogs attached to a uh, a rabbit toy that is like mechanical and can move around, making a yip, yip sound. And it just sort of hops around the junk. Um, but you don't find a gear by itself. And you look at the door, and with a 20, you don't notice an obvious gap where a gear would go. It's more like a flywheel that is turning something, presumably, within the mechanism of the door. Right. Yeah, that's brilliant. Cool. So you cool. use the dynamite. How do you light it?
3: Wasn't there like a... Oh, sorry. It's got I'm, a
1: digital screen. How do you activate it?
3: Uh, 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 well, I'll use use my tinkering skills to figure out how it works, I guess. Uh, <laughs> to set it. Sh- you guys should go and hide while I do this, probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys... I'm Shmogus- going to buy, gonna gonna buy it. the door.
1: Okay. Smogusboden and Milksteak make a survival check, quite literally. That check has never been used in that way before, but I am going to be the first. And Asker can make a tinkering check, so Ooh, it's 20 plus 40, uh, plus four. OK. With an 11, you see there's only two buttons, a red button and a gray button. Which one do you press? <laughs>
3: the red button?
1: OK, it starts counting down from five, four. four, three. OK, I'll, I'll
3: run over and see if I can dig down.
1: OK, make a survival check. <laughs> okay, with a 12, you manage to get under a thin layer of probably half a foot of stuff. Uh, Milkstake manages to get under like three feet of stuff and just burrows (laughs) somehow within his enormous dinosaur bulk, manages to burrow under the stuff more effectively. Uh, And then Borden finds a chair, like just a wooden chair that seems to have these legs (laughs) on hinges at the back of them that flip back. And he just holds the chair in front of him. And as it explodes, uh, he take, uh, only Schmuggs-Borden takes four fire damage as the outer edges of this like ball of flames just like tickle the front of your body. <laughs> <laughs> as the smoke clears, you notice the door is just a wreck of me- metal parts. Kick-ass. All
2: right. can nice. we proceed? Yes. yes. Get
1: out of here. Okay, you see a corridor with about 15 feet later, another door that looks very similar, another metal door. And then to the left of you, about 10 feet later, you see a wooden door. And you notice that this corridor you're in is very different in style and architecture than the room you were just in. The room you were just in is very utilitarian. Everything's made of metal. The floor, the walls was all different shades of presumably steel. Whereas this room has a weird kind of like stone floor and like wooden door on the other side and everything's kind of wood and stone instead of metal it's, um, very, it's very stark it's like you walked out of one universe culture and into another
3: yeah are we back into sort of medieval shit should we uh, which, which one would you prefer straight ahead or left um, straight opinions? ahead maybe yeah let's do straight ahead I'll try that door
1: as you open this door you see an, you see another room filled with all kinds of stuff, but it's kind of different than the stuff you saw in the previous room or almost kind of similar. You notice the creature on your shoulder, Asker, uh, called Flea 2, says, Hey, look at that! And he points to another thing that looks like a phone with a robot attached to the top of the phone, but very poorly done. It looks like it was carved from... Marble with a little wooden robot at the top, but obviously it's not a robot It's just a wooden shape that's meant to imitate almost the creature on your shoulder and you notice that throughout this junk They seem like imitations of the stuff in the room. You were just in
2: Mm So is it connected something with uh, our copies that we met before? Possibly not
3: Maybe I mean, do we bother going into a room that has poor versions of stuff we already left behind us? Yeah,
0: it's intriguing, but is there nothing nothing, nothing there, really? I don't really want to go go
3: inside. I'm sure there's going to be another snake thing in there
2: Mm. or
1: something. Yeah. I'm I'm going to try try to open
2: the stop door.
3: Okay,
1: You're a dinosaur, bro. Make uh, a dexterity check with, with disadvantage. Second, third, with your seven. dinosaur stats, Allosaurus yeah. stats. Okay, with an 18, you reach down your tiny T-Rex <laughs> arms, like craning your neck and head against the door to try to get close enough, <laughs> and then you manage to open it successfully. Oh, perfect! Lovely. Nice.
3: That's that's better than I've ever kicked down a door, which you know would be the opposite. I never never succeed.
1: Cool. So you walk out into a corridor about 10 feet wide and uh, it seems again to be made of stone and more consistent with everything you've seen after you left that metal room. So yeah, stone and wood and stuff like that. And you notice weird carvings on the walls on either side of you. The carvings look like a spiral, just sort of a spiral in, in black paint, just going into the very center of itself. Everybody make a perception check. Okay, let me just have a look at the results. All right, so with a natural one, uh, Smorgasbord needs to make a d20 roll to see how bad that is. Uh, Asker rolls a natural 20, and uh, Milksteak rolls 19. Okay, so with a 20, with a oh, 20, that's.
0: I, 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 just, I just rolled 20.
1: That... Oh, yeah, you gotta roll uh, forward slash <laughs> roll 1d20. Uh, did that work? Yeah, I think that. I think roll that 20.
0: Worked. Nice.
1: <laughs> Uh, rolling d Okay. So with a 14, yeah, it's not too bad. Basically, you, instead of perceiving the world around you, you just sort of are enamored with this giant dinosaur that's suddenly beside you, and you look really closely <laughs> at its skin to see what's going on there. And you just get fascinated by, by that and you ignore everything else <laughs> around you. But Asker hears before anyone else footsteps coming from sort of the northeast, presumably down this corridor here. And you also hear... uh, No, just just footsteps from this direction. And then a couple of seconds later, uh, Milksteak hears it.
2: I'll I'll go and investigate.
1: Okay. Uh, What you see as you look down this corridor is four Intians holding uh, weapons. And as soon as they see your dinosaur frame poking out the side of this hallway... They yell out at you, hey, who goes there? Stop. What do you do? Um, okay. How far are they from me? Like, uh, the feet? first ones are 10 feet, and the ones after that are more like 50 feet. 50 feet. Okay, perfect.
2: So I'm going to do I'm going to charge those uh, that are at 50 feet. Mm-hmm. And they're going to need to do a... Um, Wait, these Entians, okay. int- isn't that those
3: Jesse and those guys? No. They
1: look very similar to them. Uh, it's hard for you to tell whether they are or aren't them because they all look kind of the same to you.
3: But it's that race, right? Mm-hmm. It,
1: yeah, it's that race. Right.
3: Mm. So they, they are potentially friendly then? You oh. don't know. No, of course, yeah.
2: Okay, so... I'm, I'm just going to investigate what's going on, and I'm going to I'm gonna claw them after rushing uh, for 50 feet. So they're going to need to do DC 13 uh, strength saving but there's, throw.
1: There's, you'll have to go through the first two in order to get to the ones that are 50 feet away. And the ones that are closer yeah. to you, you might, excuse me, you basically have to beat them in an athletics contest to see if you can just boulder past them. Do you see what I mean? Uh, yes
2: not sure if I can check uh, Athletics is necessary. just strength.
1: So if you roll a strength check, I can yeah. see whether they successfully yeah. tackle you or not. 16. Okay, yeah. With a 16, you just barrel straight past them and they say, Hey, stop! Dino, what? <laughs> and you, how much movement do you have as an Allosaurus? Uh, 60. 60, okay. So you can make it there. And you're saying you charge these other two at the back, right?
2: Yeah, and they need to make a DC 13 saving throw. It's basically doing like a... strength save, okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, they make it with a... Well, actually, that's the first one. The second one fails with a natural one. Okay, so the one on the left resists and the one on the right fails. What happens when they fail? Uh,
2: they get knocked down in a prone position.
1: Okay, so the one on the right is prone. I'll say... And I can... Yeah, do the
2: bite on. attack against him on top of that as well because he failed that one.
1: OK, cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, that hits for 17 piercing damage. Wow. OK, so. And uh, one uh,
2: first time I'm doing this, so, sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. OK, so the first one was claw and then uh, bite.
1: So we're just doing them out of order? Is that fine?
2: Yeah, it th- doesn't really matter because basically if I'm charging and I'm knocking someone down, I get two attacks on him.
1: Okay, cool. The claw unfortunately doesn't connect as your tiny arms can't reach down to this <laughs> prone creature because I assume you're attacking the prone one? Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's the end of your turn and now we're in turn order. So everybody roll initiative. You don't necessarily have to fight if you don't want to, but this will just govern the actions of of what is going on the aliasaurus is the first to react what would you like to do
2: uh, i'm gonna speak with them you okay buddy i don't I'll initiate think a conversation now
1: i don't know if you speak uh as an aliasaurus <laughs> i don't think your vocal cords can no? produce language oh okay um, um <laughs> <laughs> Progress. I'm going to
2: charge back at those guys, trying to knock them down.
1: <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me just double check. Yeah, language is nothing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you're going to charge back at the other ones. Yeah, I'm going to try to knock them down again with my... So the ones the ones down here, right? Yeah. Okay, so then you're going to get an attack of opportunity <laughs> from the one there. So does a 8 hit you? I'm going to say no. Right? No. Okay, so no, no, do no, no. do your charge down to these ones here, and then yeah. they need to make a strength save.
2: Yeah, thirteen.
1: Oh, okay. So they make the save, so they don't. Oh, the second one fails. Okay, so this one on the right, <laughs> this one on the right is prone.
2: Uh, on the one that is prone, I'm gonna claw and bite
1: him. Okay. Go for it. Okay, so those both miss because it was a nine and an eight. So you try to claw and bite, but you're a little puffed from all the charging and you're not a very you're not a very aerobically fit dinosaur, so you just Uh is there anything else you would like to do with your turn? Uh, no, I'm all right. Cool. Ask turn.
3: Okay. Well, I'm going to run up to here. Mhm. And um uh, I'm going to shout um stop fighting <laughs> is 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 jesse or zane with you okay. names i could remember
1: okay make a persuasion check
3: we're friends of of, of jesse and zane
1: <laughs> okay with a 21 uh persuasion you yell this from the corridor and you see a couple of Of them turn their heads towards you Specifically the ones that aren't lying on the ground At the moment And they say (laughs) How do you know them? Who are you? Why are you here? Pardon Mm -hmm.
3: I was just chewing on some raisins Um, Not in the game though That would be a bit weird Um, (laughs) No I say uh, We uh, work for Many Things Incorporated Um, We uh, we know them from, from, from there. They helped us on
1: our quests. Oh. From
3: before it was uh,
1: attacked. Uh, you hear the one closest to you say, oh, I'm going to need to ask the boss about this. Uh, come with us.
3: Cool. And so, sorry about the lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Is it yours? Bit... It's, it's It's a friend of ours, yeah. He's just a bit keen in this uh, in this form he is just a bit chatty just a bit full on
1: okay um do the rest of you intend <laughs> to continue being in the combat or are you going to do you hear askers conversation are you going to go with them
0: i'm I'm going to go with that it sounds like they're quite keen to chat
2: i feel like going full jurassic park on them but i might revert back <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> okay so you you revert back yeah Okay, so Borden comes up here. This one stands up from his prone position. Uh, just let me get rid of this symbol. That was pretty funny though.
0: Charge!
1: All right.
3: Leroy Jenkins.
1: All right, so basically two of them walk walk behind you guys. Uh, do you have your normal icon? I'll give you your normal icon back. It's right yeah. there. So I'm I just gonna cannot m- control
2: it again now. I think this is going to be difficult.
1: You can or yeah. can't oh, control Milkstick? Oh, no,
2: I can. I can. Sorry, sorry. OK, cool.
1: So they basically walk in front of you and behind you, and mm. they take it's you in this direction. <laughs> well, you get the sense based on their uniform I mean to be fair they look just like every other one of these creatures that you've seen and they take you in this direction so as you walk through this presumably facility you're not really sure what but it looks quite different to the other like place where you've seen intians before and you're a little perplexed and they don't say anything as they just sort of walk you through. You see these portcullises on the left of you as you come to this intersection, these things here. And they look very sturdy. Like, you wonder what's going on here to require that kind of gate. And then
3: something something dangerous. Yeah.
1: Walk you up to this point specifically. And then two of them walk up some stairs to the right. And you hear a metallic noise. And then this portcullis in front of you uh, is removed and you can, or it raises and you can go through it. So what you see is, and they take you to these really grand looking double doors with a lot of uh, mm-hmm. gold relief and things of that nature on them. And the two in front say, wait here. And then they disappear into these doors and the two behind you just stand there motionless. Cool.
0: A couple of go in?
1: couple of minutes pass. Well, the doors are closed behind you. You can go in if you want, but I'm saying that's that's how they left you.
3: Yeah. I'll, let's go inside and see who the boss is.
1: Okay. Yeah. You go We'll defy in- them instantly. <laughs> you go inside, and you see that it's only been 10 <clears throat> seconds or so. So they turn around and say, hey, we told you to wait outside. <laughs> what are you doing in here?
3: Well, what is, you know, we, we waited,
1: but then it took, took so long. It's only been 30 seconds. <laughs> I hadn't even finished my description of time passing before you went in.
3: <laughs> All right, okay, I'll go back outside again. Okay.
1: All right. Two minutes pass and you hear the doors open and the two creatures uh, come out. The two Indians come out and say, he will see you now. And then they stand, they stand on either side of the door, like, thusly. Okay, so you guys can so, walk inside. so very official. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't it? I quite like it. As you walk in, you, up see, the you see this very grand sort of pool of water. And then you see a couple of doors on the right. And then you see a long corridor leading to two more gold emblazoned double doors that you presume is the way you need to go. Yeah, just go there. Okay. you Go to the double doors. And inside, you see a very old Intient, sort of standing in a very plain looking room. Like, based on all the gold doors, you would have thought there'd be a, a bit more pomp and circumstance going on. But it looks kind of like where you would sleep if you were a nun or something. And he says, ah, welcome. Now, I'm going to
2: get into his bed, by the way. <laughs>
1: He says, "Ah, oh, yes, you are welcome to take your rest. What is it that brought you here? If you, if you worked for Zane and for Jasmine, how did you survive the attack?"
3: We uh, were off on a mission when the attack happened. We were actually, we thought at least we were attacking the. Um, what were they called again? There's a kind of weird tentacle
1: mm-hmm. creature. Yeah, uh, the clockwork drones, like the penta drones. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. penta drones. Yeah, so we, we were we were off to uh, to fight them, and when we came back, um, it was just rubbles. Everyone was gone.
1: Oh, I see. It sounds like you have served us well. Were you one of the? One-Eyed Jacks groups that we had hired out of that outpost? Yes. Ah. And how did you get here? You you're in the depths of our facility. People usually try to come through the front door.
3: Uh, we uh, teleported in.
1: I see. You clearly possess substantial abilities. What, what is it Probably. that you would like to do? Would you like to continue your employment? That is that it. why you've sought us out?
3: Um, yeah, sure. I kind of want to know what happened to the, to the guys and what was up with the pentadrones and all of that stuff.
1: Uh, make a perception, oh, sorry, a persuasion check. All of us are just Uh, just ask her, uh, unless the rest of you are saying or doing something that you feel, I mean, Milkstick's sleeping in his bed, so he's not really contributing at this point.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm just having a rest. Yeah.
0: I'd like being an allosaur.
1: Okay. So with the nine persuasion, you notice he says, uh, oh, well, as you know, we've uh, we've been fighting with the drone quadrant for quite a while. And he, you get the sense this guy's very old. He's the only intiant you've ever seen that looks different other than obviously Zane, who's got a bit of a construct robotic quality to him. This guy has a beard down to here, like a Fu Manchu beard. It's intense. <laughs> and he says we've been fighting with the drone quadrant for a long time they clearly came in numbers and with a force that we couldn't handle at that particular outpost of many things incorporated where you stand currently is another one of our facilities and this is not typically where we hire one-eyed jacks or send them out on assignments this is more of a uh, a different kind of facility uh I'm a little at a loss at what I need to do. Uh, Do you mind if I give you all some accommodations and then I try to contact my colleagues? I'm not accustomed to dealing with this. I've no idea how you guys get your assignments. How did that work? In Um, cards.
3: Yeah, we got these cards and then we were sent out through some crystal ball thing. Different places to, uh, you know, pop stuff into
1: the cards. Yeah, interesting, interesting. So that's. Where but you... I'm, I'm,
3: I'm still kind of more keen to try and hunt down those tentacle guys. I'm still, I'm still keen on doing that fight.
0: Yeah, or at least work out what they were, because like they, they were, they were, they were slightly suspicious. That they might be the enemy. Like everyone, everyone, was like, oh, they're they're awful, they're awful. They were in their lair. There wasn't as many as 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 we were led to believe.
3: No, but then he, also maybe we were sent to the wrong place, or you
1: know. Um, make a insight check, both you and uh, Schmogus God damn it! <laughs> okay, so Asker, he doesn't give away a lot on his face, this old guy. So you find it a, a bit tough to read what's going on. But Schmogus you notice a little twitch of his eyebrow that makes you think that he's received new information. And he says, ah, so there, there weren't as many drones in the, in the quadrant. You were sent there to disrupt their raids and you noticed there wasn't as many as you expected.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm, that is interesting. Again, I, I need to contact my superiors. Would you be happy to be put up in our guest quarters until I can find mm-hmm. out what I should do with you all and what assignment to send you on?
2: okay Sure. Cool. Yeah, I mean, so I find this bed quite comfortable. So can <laughs> I stay
1: here? He he looks at you and he says, "Unfortunately, I need to sleep in that bed. I can show you a much larger, more grand room to stay in." So it's fine.
2: I'll really wet that bed. So sorry, childhood what? trauma. <laughs> you did what in a bed? Sorry. I just wet the bed. You know, so childhood trauma.
1: He looks at you kind of quizzically, but doesn't say anything. Um, what, what were you going to say, Askin?
3: I just have a, I have a weird feeling about this. Mm. Okay. I don't know if I trust him.
1: <laughs> um, well, with your 10 insight check, you, your character finds it hard to tell one way or the other. So <laughs> I'm just going to outline, just to make it easier on the number of clicks I would need to do, I'm going to outline the path that you take to get where, where he's trying to take you. <laughs> so he takes you to these rooms, and indeed, the beds the beds inside of them are larger than his bed and look kind of more like they're made of feathers or something, whereas his bed was very hard and made of, just felt like wood and grass reeds laid on top of each other. And he says, let me just go grab the icons from down there. <sighs> Sorry for that long walk. Uh, basically... What you went through is you went out of his chamber, you went through a side chamber into like a little sitting room down here, right next to his, uh, right next to his bedroom. That's quite nicely organized, just tasteful chairs and couches and things laid out. And then you went through a very grand chamber that had a throne at the top of a stone like dais over here. And then on every side of this room, you saw statues of very old looking Indians ...in all these little statue niches. And he explains as he goes past... ...these are the elders of our organization. They have run the company before me... ...or at least this chapter of it. Then he takes you through this very fortified room... Uh, ...that is to the left of that large hall. And you see two double doors that are huge wooden doors... ...with those big wooden like barricades that go in front of it... ...like when people are trying to keep people out of their castle... And you keep noticing these big black metal doors every now and then, uh, just here. And there was a couple more down here. They're just black metal doors that don't match the wood of the rest of the doors in here. And then you go through a portcullis just here. See another black metal door as you're taken into this area that seems to have a lot of wooden doors. And he shows you the baths also. Each of your rooms comes with a bath, which is a separate Mm -hmm adjoining room, well not adjoining, across the uh, hallway, and he says these will be your wash quarters. It should take me no more than a day to hear back from my colleagues, and I will have a much clearer idea of how we can continue our thriving partnership together. Is there anything I can get you?
3: Yeah, some hot hot
1: food would be lovely. And the rest of you, do you desire anything?
2: Uh,
0: Some bath salts.
1: And uh,
2: uh, uh milk steak? Uh, like bath salts as a drug or bath salts as a bath salts?
0: <laughs> to bathe in. <laughs> Relax the muscles.
1: You will find a variety of salts and minerals inside of each bathroom assigned to you. Nice. In terms of Cheers. food and Cheers. drink, we have a tavern that serves this facility and a dining hall beside it. And he takes you to this section over here. And he opens the door, and you see a large, fairly warm-looking, but empty tavern. And you remember, you've lost track of time, basically, at the place you're at, because you're in this sort of interdimensional labyrinth. But you get the sense, based on his body language, that he's quite tired. So you guess that it's probably the nighttime. And then he shows you through the tavern into a very large dining hall. And then beyond that, he says, those are the kitchens, but, you know, Once the staff wake up, you won't need to go into that yourselves. Is there anything else I can get you? Yeah.
3: Just, I just wonder where, where are we exactly?
1: (sighs) Like I said, this is, this is one of many things incorporated's facilities. We distill raw materials that we then use to manufacture our products that you worked with at our outpost. Uh, The cards are an example of one of our products.
3: Right. And are we, are we like, below ground now, or uh,
1: We're this... inside of a mountainside, but we're not necessarily below ground level. We're just inside of a mountain.
3: All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's... I have no further question, Your Honor.
1: My name is Quasar. Cool. I will find you upon the morning.
3: Oh, yeah, I should have asked what the guy's name was. was A bit rude, that, wasn't it?
1: What are your names?
3: I'm uh, Askir, and this is my uh, good buddy, uh, Flea Two.
1: Oh, that thing on your shoulder. It looks familiar. Where did you get it? Uh, It came to me on on our travels. (laughs) Technically, technically that's true. Uh, So make a persuasion check. (laughs) <laughs> okay with a nine you see his eyes kind of squint a little bit and he says ah i see well it's nice to meet you milksteak smorgasbord Borden Asker. i will see you in the morning see you later good
0: morning then. buddy uh, how do you know our names didn't
1: tell i mean
3: yeah. i kind of just introduced my boot my good buddy
1: uh flea too but yeah uh, <laughs> oh. It's implied, Sorry, I, it's implied. I just produced, I assumed, yeah. did, you, did any of you not want to introduce yourselves? <laughs> no, that's fine. You can no, give fine, fake yeah. names if you want.
3: <laughs> Ooh, I'm also, I'm going to tell uh, um, Flea 2 that uh, the next time I say, this is Flea 2, and do like the whole pointing with my finger like that to him, he's going to go, he's going to point at them and go like, woo
1: Okay, you see the creature try to mimic you with its tiny robot arms and says, woo That's... Eh. Oh, no.
3: Okay, he's going to say, fuck yeah. So he's going to point and then say, fuck yeah.
1: You see his tiny little robot arms and you hear the mechanism go, and he says, fuck yeah! That's it. There you go, that's the one. That's the one. We found the slogan. Cool. So you guys have this seemingly empty guest residence at your disposal. This is also what's called in D&D terms downtime. So you're not currently being threatened by anything. You're not on the clock, really. So if you would like to do anything like read one of the books that you've acquired or work on a skill that you would like to improve, that's something you can do.
3: Oh, um, mistake. Can I have uh, the little uh, Rick statuette so I can ponder over it, over its arcane ability see if we can figure out
2: oh, you can. how that works sure you can buddy
3: <laughs> so yeah I'll, I'll go to my room pour a bath and uh, ponder over uh, the, the situation with rick's statuette
1: nice let's put you in the middle one just for fun and as you ponder the statuette and put it in the bath Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter, Egg, Tri-Wizard <laughs> Tournament style. Exactly, yeah. You, you come to the conclusion that this is not a figurine. This is a Rickarine. And it <laughs> will grant you a uh, plus 10 to any intelligence-based check once per day. And you realize it's because there is still some lingering intelligence inside of the Rickarine that reverting to an inanimate object has not quashed <laughs> you look confused. You don't understand what an intelligence check is?
3: I was just looking at which uh, which skills are based on intelligence because uh, that's what it, how it works, right?
1: Investigation, history, and like one or two others, I think.
3: Yeah, investigation, nature. Yeah, there you go. Religion. Okay, cool. Well, nice. um, okay. I'll, I'll give it back to Milksteak because you're the one who picked it up so you can use it.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, you're in a bath. I'm just going to go walk <laughs> a little bit and I'm uh, going to check those black doors, actually.
1: Okay. Um, You investigate which just ones specifically... I have a bad, bad feeling
2: about this place, uh, the bottom ones.
1: Okay. So. You see the large black iron door, uh, but you only get the sense it's a door based on its size and shape. You don't see a handle or hinges. So what are you just... What are you specifically can you looking
2: to, Can we try to
1: push it or okay. try you, to you, open it, pull it? Mm, okay, so you're looking for a way to open it. So I would say yeah. uh, make an investigation check. And anyone else that wants to do anything else, like, for example, everyone has that activity they're working on now except for smorgasbord. So, oh, wow. <laughs> With an 18, um, you find a like like a little slot at the very edge mm. like the right hand yeah. edge of the door and inside of this like little slot that you would never have noticed it's only like like a hands width you feel like a like a lever mm. yeah I'll try to hold that lever or push it depends how it works Okay, you touch it and then you see the door yeah. slide open And inside, you see a very odd sight. Uh, There's another corridor. And you see these three devices. They're about two and a half feet long and one feet wide. And they've got a little glass cylinder as the main part of their body. Mm -hmm. And then on top of them is like a little like dial, like a valve almost. But presumably... They're lined up in a way that makes you think that they're like spare parts. They've got a, a circular, like cylindrical attach like a hole that you could yeah. plug them into something on one end and another one on the other end. Like like these devices go in the middle of something and then two yeah. cylinders go on either side.
2: Okay. Uh, can I investigate it? Like uh, yeah. if go I for can it going to come close to it and actually nice this would up. be
1: no yeah this would be investigation yeah okay with the 12 they really remind you of um, valves like controlling the yeah. flow rate and the fact that their glass is just seemingly to get a better visibility on what flow is being adjusted okay. um, that's what they remind you of
2: yeah. i'm going to close this door and just going to pretend that i haven't seen it but okay. remember where the lever is. Mm-hmm. And I check this door as well just to see if I can find exactly the same opening mechanism just to work it out if it's a same or different.
1: Uh, you mean the one on the northern side? Yeah. That, that's not a door. That's just a corridor I hadn't revealed yet leading oh. to a wooden door. Oh,
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to head back to the guys. I'm going to tell them of my findings. Okay. I don't trust this place. I go to join uh, Asger in his bath time.
1: Okay, you jump in the bath with Asger and tell him of the black sliding door you just discovered and the weird glass cylinders within. Yeah. How do you react, Asger?
3: I have to say, this this is just troubling me. Very troublesome indeed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, While they have bath time talk, uh, Shmogus Borden, what would you like to do? You look like you're sleeping.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of half sleeping, half keeping an eye on the photograph of the old man that I feel kind of weirdly attached to. <laughs> are,
1: you, are you sleeping
3: in real life, for real, <laughs> <laughs> half sleeping? Because that's what it looked <laughs> that's like. A picture Just of an old man. <laughs> <check>. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you feel. Uh, make an insight check. Okay. Oh, my insight checks are shit. Okay, <laughs> with an eight. You don't know why but you feel a certain uh comfort staring at this picture this very accurate painting and you know you don't know why but it feels comforting yeah i
0: think that's why that's why i'm kind of like half sleeping half almost stroking it It's, it's, it's like a comfort blanket to me
1: okay cool
0: very odd yeah
1: uh, let,
3: let, let's not join him in his bath and his comfort <laughs> stroking <No. laughs>
1: so uh milk steak and Thank Asger you. having shared bath time conversations what, how does that go how does
2: that go what, what, what should we do what, what, what do you think of this place I I, uh, I I don't trust that guy
1: no let's not wait around a
3: day I mean we've already rested it was just nice to know what this doll was all about and now when they think we're all nice and snug here uh Ooh, shall we? Shall we like prop up our uh, our beds so it looks like we're sleeping? Turn the lights off and then go on a little a merry adventure and see if we can find something.
1: Does a, a short rest to give you hit points back? Or yeah, no, you can longer. you can roll your hit dice. At level six, you have six hit dice, and you can roll as many of them or as few of them as you want. But why, you,
3: were, you, you should be fully healed now. But yeah, you no, had
0: I just a. Took, I took four damaged hit from uh, my. from the explosion. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great.
3: yes, that's right. Okay, I forgot
0: that. And while we have the time, I may as well... Um, uh, yeah. Next
1: day, can her leave bath time to tell Schmogus Borden of this scheme? Yes. <laughs> so,
3: so what, do you, what do you think? I mean, I, I'm a little bit curious. So, just to ask you, Sam, mm-hmm. uh, this bit here, is that just not revealed? Or have we... Um, is that yeah. the end of
1: that? You took a pretty direct route. So, I'm just revealing what you would have noticed glancing left and right basically so gotcha. you presume there's like another corridor there um and also you would see sorry because you've already been in this room you would see it's a corridor with lots of doors that look just like your bedroom doors
3: is that down there a door as well
1: no that's a wall
3: okay should we just start by coming down here and have a look and see what's yeah, there l- l-
2: let me show you the cylinders the ones that i found maybe a bit your thing oh yeah you yeah. understand what, what i meant more
3: Oh. So that's
1: a good, uh, good idea. Okay, sure so wait. If you, if you guys are going to set up the beds to make them look like there are people in them, then oh, yeah. you need to make a... Goodness gracious me. I would say a survival check. Whoever wants to do it could supervise the others. Maybe if you're all helping each other, someone could roll with advantage.
0: My survival is plus six, but I'm happy to do it. Ooh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that. You, that sounds
1: great. So, then roll. so with
0: advantage, do I just press it twice?
1: Yes. Okay, nice. yeah, with an 18... You show uh, Milkshake and Asger the art, (laughs) nay, the science of creating a fake pillow person underneath bed sheets.
3: I feel like I'm learning a lot here. It's
1: very classy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So then you venture over to the black steel door.
2: Yeah.
1: Cool. I'll show Uh, them how
2: to open them.
1: Yeah. uh, You remember successfully. The door slides open, and you go inside, and you see these, just as I described them. Glass cylinders with a, like a dial type lever thing on top of it. And obviously circular holes at either end.
3: All right. I'll, I'll see if I can figure out what it is.
1: Okay. Make a tinkering check. So,
3: so that proficiency bonus, what's that space of? Uh,
1: proficiency is I mean, it, it goes up every time you reach a certain level marker. So you can usually see it next to armor class.
3: I was just thinking if uh, that intelligence uh, roll, like the plus 10 intelligence. Oh,
1: actually, yeah. If you wanted to do an investigation check, then you could use the figurine. Because, yeah, you can investigate it just as easily.
3: So, let's see. If I press investigation, then we just add 10 to my roll? Yeah, precisely.
1: Yeah, precisely. Oh. Oh, yeah. 29. Okay. So, (laughs) now the figurine can't be used until you've had a long rest. But you feel the... This knowledge like you feel these doors in your brain open up suddenly they're always there but you just didn't know how to go through them and you realize that the way this thing is designed it's incredibly clear to you that it's designed to control the flow rate of arcane matter it's hardened in a way that makes it resist transporting stuff of that potency it's not just like controlling the flow rate of water this has been made to control the flow rate of something more dangerous, and it's required a glass object that has been imbued with various hardening properties.
3: Okay. Mm. There's nothing really anything sinister about any of this, I guess. No. This, well, this, yeah. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> All right. Well, we I guess you kind of understand what that is. I mean, I'm keen to go here, but also just immediately to our south, like these big doors. I'm kind of wondering what's on that side, too. Where do you guys want to go? Yeah. Um... There's that, a portcullis there. How do they work? How have how, how they worked when we've been passing them? How do they, are they just automatically opening? For well, the dudes? first
1: one you went through, you saw the guards go up some stairs and then you heard a noise and then the portcullis went up. So you presume some sort of mechanism. I see. Well, how,
0: how do you guys feel? What do you want to go? Go here first?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, first. yeah it's, it's nearby. Yeah, let's check close by. Okay. Down that way, you see a corridor ending in a dead end and you see four levers, um, attached to little like wooden base plates. And they seem very big levers like two feet long like they operate something very heavy
2: how so there's so four levers and how many bedrooms there is five
1: well you went down a number of different corridors you went down like a a u-shaped corridor and you saw one two three four five six doors okay. that presumably lead to bedrooms and three doors that lead to bathrooms
2: uh,
3: okay oh yeah so that's that's one two three and then probably four
2: no there's four levers uh, okay. if you're gonna just try to push one lever and just see if anything happens to one yeah, our yeah I'll, okay so when they do that i'll i'll go
3: and uh, stand in the corridor here to see if I can hear okay. anything from any of the rooms when they're pulling the lever. Cool.
1: Okay. Which pull one of the lever? The one closest uh. to you? Yeah. Okay. Whichever. When you pull the lever closest to you, you feel a slight vibration, a deep, booming vibration in the ground and the wall to your left. And you hear like a ratcheting metal sound, like a click, 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 click. And a grinding of metal against stone, like a, and it sounds like something big is moving and asko you don't notice any doors moving or anything like that um, but asko make the door, a perception the, check are the, do- are the are these doors open by the way well it's however you left them when you left them uh, probably we left
3: them closed but i'll i'll go oh. and i'll do this perception thing but see.
1: you can do it as you're moving if you have places you want to go
3: yeah i just i just wanted to like push them all open a little bit so that I can hear and the same thing down here, which we haven't seen yet, but see if I can push them open a bit. So there are jars so I can see if anything okay. or hear if anything's happening in there.
1: Okay. You push them all ajar. You don't notice anything other than your incredibly convincing pillow people. But as you come towards <laughs> this top bedroom and push it open, you see an Indian come out of the bedroom to the right of you and say, who's opened the gate? Who are you? What? Why are you here in these quarters?
3: Uh, what do I you mean? I I live here. This this here is my room. I went to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> Make a deception check. <laughs> I went to the bathroom. You'd be surprised how often that comes up. <laughs> oh yeah, with the twenty-one, he says, uh, "Ah, yes, uh, you you must be a guest of ours. I, I'm so sorry," and he shuffles away really quickly. Um,
3: uh-huh. Go on. Uh, I'll I'll sneak after him.
1: Okay, make a stealth stealth check.
3: I'm thinking I might need to club him or something. Yeah.
1: Oh, you're doing well. You're rolling well. Oh yeah, stealthy as fuck. (laughs) What would you like to do with this stealth? Uh,
3: I want to sneak up behind him and I want to try and knock him out.
1: Ooh, nice. Okay, with what?
3: (laughs) Uh, Let's
1: see. Uh, where's my my stuff?
3: Uh, with the with the hilt of the of the of the da- of a dagger.
1: Okay, so make a dagger attack roll. Uh, yeah, with a seventeen, uh, you hit. Now I say make. A... No, I'd say I'd say that hits. So you yeah you you knock him out because it was a surprise attack. He wasn't expecting it. He hits the ground.
3: <laughs> Sweet. Okay, I'll I'll. I'll tie him up with a bit of rope and mm. gag him.
1: Okay,
3: <laughs> and then I'll 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 take him
2: into. Uh, Ooh, I, ha- into- I have a plan. Uh, maybe let's put him in a bath <laughs> uh, under the water, all tied up. Let <laughs> so him drown great. and then untie him. And just <laughs> like, it's a natural cause. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we just
3: suffocate him without putting him in the water? Then. Oh yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> also, it's
3: going to be. I also bashed him in the head with the with the dagger hilt. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Any good I medical don't... investigator will piece that together. <laughs> Although, no, does this culture have medical investigators? That's the question.
3: Ooh, let's go and put him in the in the room behind with the black doors, because he won't know it's us, right? Let's not put him, basically what I'm saying is, let's not put him anywhere near where we are. Yeah. Because if he, unless, do you want to kill him? Because I feel like, let's not kill him yet.
2: No. I don't think you can. Maybe let's put him somewhere in the kitchen or or something bizarre.
3: Oh yeah, no one is going to, he, he literally said earlier, no one is going to be in the kitchen until they wake up tomorrow morning. Yeah, let's yeah. go, on, let's drag him into the kitchen and see if we can find. Have
2: fridges? Maybe we can just put
1: him in a fridge.
3: Yeah, let's see if we can look for a fridge.
1: OK, um, you go to the <laughs> kitchen and you look for a fridge. Uh, you don't see a fridge, but you do see two doors uh, to the south side of the kitchen. Let me just show you them. Yeah, do you see them?
2: Yeah, Yeah. I'll, I'll try to slightly open and just sneak and uh, see what's inside without opening fully.
1: The one on the, uh, on the east side or the west side?
2: Uh, on the west side.
1: Okay, that one uh, appears to be empty. Okay. I guess I can check the other one quickly. Mm-hmm. That one appears to have large uh, barrels in it, presumably storing food or drink, given this is close to the kitchen. Perfect, let's leave him there.
3: Yeah, let's see if we can find a
1: barrel that fits him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, not a barrel of acid, just a barrel. <laughs> you, you open the barrels, is that what's happening? Yeah. One barrel contains red wine, one barrel contains <laughs> rice, one barrel contains what seems like sauerkraut, uh, another barrel contains water, and another barrel contains uh, a sort of maize, you presume, based on the smell of it, and the last barrel is empty.
2: Oh, I know what we should do. Maybe, maybe let's like stuff some sauerkraut into his mouth and let's splash like red wine on his chest. Sorry. Seems like he's been benching
1: a little bit <laughs> tonight. <the> <laughs> this is such an elaborate Dexter-style setup. <laughs> it
3: is. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's, let's do, do, do the, the scheme.
1: Okay, you set up, you set the stage, so it looks like he broke into the larder and just gorged himself on red wine and sauerkraut. <laughs> that that Wait, happens.
3: Yeah. <laughs> We're the worst guests. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Now that's taken. No, no, that's taken care of. Right, I'll, I'll obviously I'll tell them about uh, how he came out of that room, talking about why we opened the the door. Uh, and he came from like this room here, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes.
3: So let's let's go and see what's where. Like where he came from. Like, yeah. What did he see when he the door is he talking about that opens? Very well.
1: You go inside his room. You see. A very simple room, much like yours. You get the sense that they're all kind of made, but you see more they're all made kind of similarly proportioned. But this has more personal touches in it. There's things like the bedspread is a mixture of colors that looks like it's been knit and it depicts like a mountain landscape. There's a couple (laughs) of knickknacks on a shelf. One is like a carved wooden figure that looks to be made of like cloth. It looks kind of unnerving to see this innocent-looking carved wooden figure, but of like a wraith or a black swirling mass. It's very strange.
3: All right. So wasn't anything in there? Do we want to steal his shit, or are we okay? Mm.
2: I think he's the cleaner. <laughs> like they living really modest
3: life. I'll, I'll check this door here, then.
0: Okay. He must be something. He must have been, yeah. You must have heard something nearby. Yeah. You
3: know, no, was moving. I guess you, we all heard it.
1: You check the door in what way?
3: Uh, if it's locked, or if I can push it open.
1: Uh, it does appear to be locked.
3: Uh, is it an, a normal door? It's a wooden but, uh, door.
1: It just it looks like just like all the other ones. Like you guys could lock your room doors too. You just didn't choose to.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see if I can listen if anyone is on the other side.
1: Okay, make a perception check. <laughs> okay, with a nine, you hear your own heartbeat, and very little else. <laughs> okay.
3: I'll try and pick the lock then.
1: Okay, so that's proficiency plus dexterity. Uh, although, are you proficient with thieves' tools? I think we said you have them. Yeah. I think I think we said you are, so go for it. Okay. It's kind of like a tinkering check anyway, really. Um, okay, yeah. With a 16, you hear a click. Sweet.
3: I'll... I'll quietly open the door to see just so no one is in there sleeping or something.
1: Okay, you open the door and you indeed see an Indian in there sleeping.
3: Okay, I'll, I'll close
2: them.
1: To... In a barrel. <laughs> oh,
2: get some <laughs> sauerkraut.
3: <laughs> we, we put them in uh, incriminating positions in the kitchen and they will never want to talk about it.
1: Open.
3: <laughs> they will never admit to any of it. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll quietly close the door and signal to the to the others that what happened. Okay. What, uh, is it? Just so we don't run around shouting. Cool. So what door is it? Something down
2: here, because where? Yeah, the, the, those are look like their main door because uh, Sam was saying that it was, uh, i like one of those barricade bits that you slot in.
3: Yeah, no. and I mean. Do we, should we check that door too? I'll I'll go down and try that one as well.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be just a bedroom, but just in case. So
1: yeah. which, which, oh, that one. Okay, Yep. Yeah, you open that door and you see an empty bedroom.
0: Okay,
3: brilliant. Perfect.
1: Okay, let's check uh,
2: the main door.
3: Yeah, let's go down there.
1: Okay, You when you go that way, you see that there's a, a portcullis there.
3: Which is op- uh, closed or? Which
1: is closed at the moment. Okay.
2: Shall we try this door and see if we can... Is is this door as well? Um,
1: Uh, What? That's a black door there, yeah.
2: Yeah. Can we open that door from inside, from the canisters? You
1: you presume you you haven't tried. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, let's let's do that. Okay. You reach into the same sort of spot where the previous lever was, and you do manage to open it. Oh, sweet. Nice.
0: Cool.
3: Sneaky. Okay, so let's sneak in and see if we can... Maybe someone should keep a keep a lookout. I'll okay. I'll go down here. Are, is, are these doors like open or are they closed?
1: Oh, uh, uh, which ones? Sorry, let me reveal the proper extent of the room for you. There's double doors oh. at the south. There's double doors on the east as well.
3: Uh, are they both closed? Yes, they are. Okay. Well, there's not much to do.
1: Lookout wise. Yeah. It? Cool. So, what would you like to do?
3: get give, give a have have a little look at that big big door.
1: Okay. Can we open this door? Uh, yeah, you can try to. You push it, and it feels like it's giving. It's just very heavy.
3: Okay, let's all try. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah. You all, all push, free. and you manage to open it after like a 30 seconds or so of effort. And what you see is four portcullises, except the first one, the one closest to you, is up in the ceiling, like it's been raised, and the other three are down.
0: Ah, excellent. Let's go and do the...
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: So Leavers. it's going to be one of those levers, yeah. Yeah. Let's go back uh, and. Uh, do yeah. I, more. C- I can run back,
3: and you guys stay there. So I'll go back, and I'll, I'll pull those. Pull those. Uh, the ones that they haven't pulled. The li- the li- the levers. Okay.
1: You pull them, and you hear a series of loud metal scraping sounds, and you watch the portcullises raise. milksteak steak and smorgasbord. What do you do? Wait for the next two. Okay. Uh, what do you do, Asker? Uh,
0: I'll come back down.
1: Okay. As you come back down, you notice two slightly different looking Intians burst through these double doors at the northern end of this room and say, hey, what are you doing? What do you do? Uh, what
3: are you doing? <laughs> the portcullises <laughs> are opened. The, the, the gate is open. And the, where, where have you been? <laughs> come over here and 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 fit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Make a yeah, make uh, a deception check. By the way, the port colors is like halfway up by now, so you can theoretically go through them. Okay, with the twenty-two, mm. they say, uh, uh, "Oh, uh, we. I didn't realize we were needed to attend you."
3: Go off and see if you can figure out who did all this. Okay, oh, come on,
1: jump, hey, one of them leans their head over the other and whispers something, and that one goes down here and goes through those doors, which is in the direction of where the leader took you through. And the other one sort of like stands there, looking concerned, but doesn't make a move to stop you. But also doesn't go to do what you said. What? Figure it out or something? He clearly doesn't <laughs> understand that instruction. Um, cool. So, so that's what you're at this weird kind of stalemate. What do you do now? 22 deception. Wow. <laughs> all um, right
3: let, we're gonna go and investigate and figure out what's going on so you just stay there and keep uh, guarding i'll tell him
1: <laughs> i see that's what he says
3: and then uh shall we just go before more people show yeah. up yeah cool yeah
1: you guys
3: yeah, leave? Yeah,
1: yeah okay yeah. you see as you leave you notice that the old guy has come, come back through the doors with the guy that left to go through the doors to that direction and says, hey, what are you doing? Wait, I haven't spoken to my colleagues. Wait, wait, I haven't spoken to, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> and Let's get the fuck out of here. As you run out of the facility, <laughs> you're greeted on either side by a huge mountain cliff face. And I will describe the rest of it on the next session well done well done guys that was truly truly bizarre <laughs> <It's> like, <wait. laughs> I love I love that like milksteak was almost curious enough to think, yeah, what are these cylinders what's going on in here everything feels' I'm, I'm, I don't trust this place oh well might as well leave <laughs> <laughs> it went from curiosity to Fuck that. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, great. yeah, that was. Uh,
3: that felt like a. You know, like so rarely when we try and make something, do something like this, we, we always roll so badly that we never. Yeah, exactly. Never really, yeah. We, but we rolled so well for all of this. It was like quite satisfying. It was good. It's interesting.
0: Are. It's interesting how the rolling can make such a big difference to the whole kind of complexion of the game i have um just learned how to do uh, cure
1: wounds oh that's going to be helpful
0: <laughs> yeah that, I've, I've been looking for that since the beginning so i'm glad there is such a thing so once you've learned it is that then part of your repertoire or do you have to like, add it or something
1: because you're a druid i think each day oh, each time you have a long rest in the morning you can change the spells that you have memorized for that day and because you're a druid, I believe you have access to all the spells, so you don't yep, have to wait for them to unlock or whatever. But when you level up, sometimes you get access to the ability to have more than one, uh, sorry, an additional simultaneous spell memorized. So it just expands your ability to memorize spells per day. So okay. yeah, technically, each morning I should remind you guys: if you want to change your spells, you can. Oh, you can. You're not you're not you're not locked into the spells that you've sorry, chosen. I, you're limited you have all the spells that you have the appropriate level for. So, for example, do you have level three spell slots or level four spell slots? Uh, three,
0: it says there. Three.
1: So basically any spell up until level three, you can memorize that morning and swap out one that you already had memorized the previous day. You just got to wait for the other ones to unlock. But other than that, all the choices are available to you. Oh, I see. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like the busy work of being a powerful creature. So
0: in my just in my known spells, it's got cantrips three. So obviously I've got three. That's they're my things I can use without using any spell slots. Um, mm-hmm. And then prepared spells, I've got nine, and mm-hmm. then fifty six known.
1: Yeah. So you know. So like fifty six or fifty six plus nine or whatever. But you've only memorized nine for that day. Right. Okay. And does that, is that the equivalent of it saying prepared? Yeah. Prepared means memorized. It's it's like saying. In your time as a druid, you've become familiar enough with nature to know that there are 56 things that you can tap into, but each day you might only need some of them for certain situations.
0: Okay, okay. So I can click on, let's say, for example, enhance ability. I've never, never used that. <laughs> I can take that away,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then I can add, don't know, hold person or something.
1: Yeah, that's a handy one.
0: Does it? Ah, work?
1: this is this is this is that's that's. Added a whole extra level of depth to the whole thing. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be playing at an international level before long. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have any suggestions or any ideas that we should incorporate, things you want to hear more of, things you would like to hear less of, just let us know at podcast at gmail.com. So T H E W R O N G H A N D S P O D C A S T at gmail.com.